right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And fired up today, bro. We're talking junk in the trunk. Rear ends, man. What? Yes, indeed. It's the good stuff today, man. It's about time we dove deep into the rear end. Wait a That's minute. That's some people's favorite part. Family show. Yeah, man. It's crazy to talk like that. Um, So... Uh, I'm excited, man. Living in Colorado, there's two things you got to get into. All right, smoking meats and four wheeling. It's a must when you get into Colorado. Um, wheeling, especially out here, man, it varies. Everything from big rocks, boulders, uh, things like that, to to a lot of mud and Moabs just around the corner. So it's always cool to put something to the test in the form of a hot rod or muscle car, but also some off road rig that we love to climb in and you know hit the trails on a weekend. Yeah, well, around here where it's very flat in Michigan, Detroit area, man, it's all about hot rods. It's all about laying down rubber, hopefully two stripes, um, big power, having some fun. Uh, Who lays down one stripe? When's the last time you've seen a dude do a one-tire fire? I'd have to point that dude out, go out and shake his hand for being so brave just to walk around with something so silly. <laughs> <laughs> it is cool, though, man, that that has just become the standard. You know, you know I think yeah. about it, yeah. I can't even think about the last time I've seen somebody one-wheel peel. I don't think anybody would want to show their face. Hey, how funny would that be? Because you know that would happen, right? And some dudes would be like, hey, hey, why you got to open? You got to open diff? What? That car can't be fast. Take that thing home and lock it up until you get both tires on the ground, son. Damn. You know, when factory horsepower was like 280, 325, yeah. 375 <laughs> was getting big numbers, maybe you could get away with a one-wheel peel and no one would notice. But now we're right. pushing the 600, the 800, the 1,000, the 2,000. Yeah, there ain't nobody running around with 1,000 horsepower at one wheel peel. I think we're no, far man. beyond that now. Thanks to, thanks to many guys out there, one of which, Curry Enterprises, which we have on today. Everybody knows about Curry Axles. These guys yeah, put man. down the power. Man, we got John Henson. Thanks for joining us today, John, man. Really appreciate what you guys do to lay down the double stripes. Oh, right on, man. No, thank you. I appreciate that. That's uh, just going through that. It kind of reminds me of like the evolution of, of the rear end, man, and things that have, you know, right. progressed. We're talking about street cars that make over a thousand horsepower in today's market, you know. And so, you know, it's kind of our job to, to educate and to teach and to teach guys like, hey, what are you going to do with a thousand horsepower in a street car? What do you need to upgrade so that you are well equipped in the rear end 
so that you're not going to be breaking anything, right? So, so yes, absolutely, man. The game has so changed over the years and very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially now because you can go turnkey, buy a car with a thousand horsepower, drive it off the lot. So it's wild to see those cars, uh, especially now when you take those modern drivetrains where these cars have, like he says, six, seven, eight hundred horsepower more because everybody's doing resto mods. Everybody's building, you know, an LSA engine in a 1950 Chevy pickup truck for. Uh, I don't, I don't know why you would yeah, want yeah, it's me, like a go kart. Me included. Are you? Yeah, me included. Yeah. Nice. Everybody's <laughs> you know? doing that, so, man. We're addicted to this stuff, LS3. you know. I mean, I've, I've got a 1965 Nova with a LS3 and a Magnuson sitting on top, right? Of and course. I make I make seven of the tire. So it's a it's like okay, well, you know, what do we do to make sure that whatever's getting it to the tire is well equipped for that, you know? So Tremec five speed, I'm not losing a lot, and it's got to lay down two tracks, like you were saying, man. You know who's gonna who's gonna have a mono or an you know a mono track <laughs> or a open diff, and you know uh, with 700 horsepower, what what are you building? So yeah, no, no, definitely not. So, hey, how yeah, funny would that be? Just run around on the street for like a weekend, just like one weekend, like that would be hysterical to have a you know an 800 horsepower at the tire, and at the tire is all the difference, man. But having something that's 700, 800, my daily driver is seven. 790 almost 800 at the rear tires so i feel exactly what you mean but having one tire that was 100 percent live all the time for one weekend would be a riot like it would be hysterical <laughs> i'd just be rolling down the highway just smoking it trashing it like 80 i can see i can see the memes now oh yeah well, <laughs> see at the end of saturday though you'd have to switch the tires from the left side to the right oh, side obviously and then burn off the other one for a sunday a hundred percent well here's the deal uh we're gonna take a break when we come back more with john more Curry Enterprises. Check them out, CurryEnterprises.com. And you know what? We should start off the next segment with things that we did back when we didn't know better. Uh, let me preemphasis, but back when we didn't know better. All right, I yeah. was a I was a racing junkie. I might have had I might have had a canary yellow '72 Vega GT wagon with a 1978 Z28 rear end in it. And here's the problem with that: one tire fire. Um, but <laughs> But, but 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 look 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 I fixed it I, I fixed it in an embarrassing way and I'll share that with you in just a minute. Uh, it's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He's Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B. And we're back after the break. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. We have John Henson, Curry Enterprises. Check him out online, CurryEnterprises.com. We're diving into rear ends today, man. And what's funny is. Before we left in the break, God, I hate to admit this. You know what? Let me uh, let me ask this question first, um, and just judge. Hey, you know, I picked up on one word: <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> I, I'm waiting, man. I'm waiting to hear this story. I'm, I'm slightly embarrassed for you, man. Have you <laughs> ever um, had? So I, I purchased '72 Vega wagon. Had a well, had a 350 in it. I, I pulled out of a basically a junkyard. I threw a bunch of nitrous at it. It was dry kits back when. We didn't know any difference. So a dry yeah. kit, like a 150 shot. And I swear I go through seven, eight bottles on a weekend. But the thing was initially, I, the guy I bought it from said it was a rear end out of a Z28, which I thought was at least a limited slip, but it was a one tire fryer. So like a lot of guys in that time, in that era, um, I had buddies that were like, man, all you got to do is open that dirt diff, man. Drop you a big old chunk of metal right there and them, them thing called spider gear, man. Just weld that up. Just torch that thing up right there, man. Enough heat to it. Man, you won't break that thing. It'd be perfect. Yeah. So I did that. And 
Yeah, how did that sound going around the corner? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it's a, you know, that's, you're, you're basically making a full spool, right? You're just welding everything together. So oh, yeah. everything does this at the same time. That is so it hated curves. It hated curves. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's no fun to drive around on, man. That is absolutely no fun to drive around on. Yeah, and yeah. We get yeah. call all the time Ooh. that like, hey, you know, no, my, my grandfather used to build cars back in the day. And he told me that I need a, a, a nine inch with a 456 gear in it. Oh, and uh, yeah, it's got to have a spool. And I'm like, okay, now I can respect that. So is it a dedicated drag race car? Well, no. Okay, well, tell me what you're going to do with the car. Oh, I'm going to drive the cars and coffee on Sunday. Oh. And, uh, you know, I might autocross it a little bit. Oh. Let, that, oh. Let's, let's build your grandfather's <laughs> drag race car, you know. Let, let's talk about something that is going to work well in that arena, right? Yeah, so man. a whole different yeah. game, man. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but, you know, mainly what we are seeing on our side is people are building street cars. You know, I mean, they're they're building high horsepower, fun cars that they can drive to cars and coffee in autocross on Saturday, maybe drag race a little bit for fun. But it's not it's not that car anymore. It's not a it's not a big block turbo 400. We don't need it. Yeah, you don't you don't need massive camshafts, you know, you know, all kinds of seat pressure on the valves and this radical engine and 118 octane fuel because, you know, you could have a nine and a half to one compression engine. The, with a you know a big scroller on it you know twin scroll on it making you know 800 horsepower all day getting 15 miles a gallon it's crazy the options available and so many people are taking that drivetrain and you know crossing it over something that meant something passionate it, it inspired you know whether it was a an old muscle car or old station wagon old pickup trucks or raging I, I just love to see modern drivetrains in these older cars and I love the fact that people are finally, you know, having all this supporting cast out there to do it. And that's where really you guys have hit, have been hitting home runs. You guys, you're just the rear end. You're not, you don't do suspensions. And you guys have so many options. I think a lot of people may have a misconception when they think, you know, curry rear ends, right? You may just think the old school off-roading stuff. But you guys really, man, have you guys been blowing up lately on SKUs and cars and kits and everything else? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, really when it boils down to it, our, our crate program for the muscle car market is is really huge for us. And and what we've developed on that side of the business is a completely assembled, bolted together, powder coated, beautifully satin black with your choice of brakes on it. And it's on a pallet delivered to you for your 69 Camaro, your 59 Impala, your 55 Chevy, uh, you know, your 70 Nova. And and when you hey, call on, John, I got to preface that because good. some people may be listening to podcasts. He said fifty nine and pallet to torture me, y'all. That was yes. a personal listen. Because before we got it, before we brought him on, I was just chit chatting with him. I said, "Hey, man, because I'm building a sixty Biscayne, which is the same thing like an Impala Biscayne. They're all just trim packages." Well, I said, "Hey, man, I've not been able to find a rear end for this car because it's an X frame car. It's that weird odd three link and that weird tin bolt." Um, you know, thing that they did. Uh, it's just a, a wild rear end and not one that a lot of people will dive into and, and remake. They always say, oh, just, you know, you got to go with this four nine inch. You got to do this. You got to do that. got to weld these brackets on. And I said, hey, here's the real test. Do you have one for this car? And he said, yeah, you want the skew? So this man, this <laughs> man is serious when he's talking about these kits and these things. Yeah, man. I, I, hey, I'm talking to him after the podcast today because I told him, I'm like, I'm your first customer from this podcast because literally. I'm still waiting for you to dig back in that pocket over there and pull that credit card <laughs> yeah. out, man. You he's, know? He's going <laughs> to see that number, not you. 
<laughs> Kevin to have a curry showing up for oh, his you Mustang. You want to show the whole world? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so let me ask you this. You know, just to to play play devil's advocate, talk to me about motor and transmission in that car. What are you gonna do? Five fifty five Merlin. All right, okay. uh, old school big block fuel injected. Okay. Trimic six speed. Yeah. The car has got okay. a lot of suspension and and a lot of brakes yeah. on the outside. It okay. looks like a twenty footer. I left it rough and bubbly in some spots and and did some metal work that needed to be you know just uh for rigidity and structure look and appearance i, I did some metal work on it but for the most part i left it i found it in a field sitting on the frame and it, i loved it because it had this wild like weird look so i'm leaving that on the outside of the car but underneath it's completely like the frames powder coated all new body mounts shims tubular control arms all, all, all yeah. you know, upgraded suspension. So, so kind of pro touring, kind of resto modish, yeah. right? Right. But you got the big block. And then so, so what size tire are you going to run on the back? I'm hoping to run like an 18 or 20. I actually haven't decided on the tire because it's still the, oh, you know what? The, the width, man, is wild because I don't know what I can get on that car. I'm trying a 10 inch rim. I'm going to try some different options, yeah. but it's still the factory, you know, fender and the factory um it that inside lip that comes down and mounts up is crimped yeah. over right there so i still have that to contend with so that what's going to come really into play is going to be what is the rolling diameter of that tire right so if you got an 18 or 20 but hey is it going to be a, a 28 inch tall tire a 26 inch tall tire a 29 inch tall tire right and the big b body cars they're big cars right i mean you can fit a 10 inch wheel on that car all day long i'll tell you right now i've had i've had a 59 and a 62 that's no problem but you know my car i ran you know air ride 22 by 10, 305 wide tire. It's 29 and a half inches tall, right? But now we're talking, okay, so last question. Like if you were a customer and called Curry, are you going to drive it on the freeway? Of course. I mean, that's cruising to work. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you want to go 90 miles an hour, right? <laughs> no, no, I'm not putting no dumb gear in it. <laughs> and, and, and you don't want to uh, be spinning that big block at 10,000 RPM, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, I, so I, I would, you know, if you, you call Curry, I'd, I'd probably tell you, look, that tire size, you're probably talking about a 370 gear, right? You're probably talking about, you know, something that something that once you dump it down in fifth or sixth, hey, now I'm cutting overdrive, I'm spinning 1800 RPM, and I'm just sailing on the freeway, right? And so, you know, kind of like what we were talking about before, you know, that same car, but, you know, you know, back in the day was built to be a big block turbo 400 car that same size tire and guys were running like a 530 gear, you know, cause it's all about eighth mile, you know, so I, it happens a lot, but you know, yeah. we, that's why when, when customers call and they call Curry, we're going to ask you those same questions and we're going to say, Hey, this is my recommendation for a gear. If you're going to want to drive that car on the freeway. Right. Yeah, well, man. you know, the game has changed so much. We talked about the formula for making fast cars. Uh, it used to be we could only get so much out of the motor, and now we're eking everything else, like running the skinnies up front to try to get, you know, a fraction of a second. We're, we're uh, you know, putting the, the loudest possible exhaust mm -hmm. on. We're, we're putting the biggest gear mm -hmm. in there, you know, just trying to work around a, you know, pretty anemic motor. But now we're making 800, we're making 1,000. And now you can just chill everything out. You can put some front tires yeah. on the car. You, can, you know, we've got tires now that, uh, you know, especially mm -hmm. if you start tubbing, you get some big meats yeah. underneath the car and the compound on the tire is huge. So you don't have to, you know, force yourself into some kind of a slick right. or drag radio. Right. Uh, you know, so we're getting a formula where we can rethink all the different parts and pieces, especially the rear end and the gears. Yeah. 
You yep, know? yep, yep. And then, you know, I, I always say, okay, well, you're going to drive it on the street. We're not going to put a spool in it. We're probably not going to put a ratcheting locker in it that makes a bunch of noise and grabs and you know loosens up when you're just not expecting it. So we start talking about a limited slip, right? And a limited slip is a posi that gets, you know, mis, uh, misdefined if you want to. It's just, mis- it's just not, you know, right. that, that word. Posi. There's a little misconception on that because a lot of people go limited slip. That means what one tire is a hundred and the other tire is 50. What is that? Oh, you know, yeah. Get, you yeah. Know. What does that even mean? No, no. So, I mean, yeah, there's, there's a spool, right? A spool is a hundred percent, both tires spinning at the same rate, right? All the time. There's no differentiation from left to right. And uh, that's not going to be friendly on the street. It's a solid action. Yeah, yeah. And that's not going to be friendly on the street. So, you know, let's let's talk about a differential that's going to work better for you driving on the street. And that's what we... And just so you're, you know, if you're thinking of listening and thinking to yourself, why, well, why is that not good on the street? Well, just, just think, silly, if you're making a big turn, right, inside part of the turn, well, you're not using near as much real estate as you are on the outside part of it, yeah. right? So you just got to cover more ground. So the tire is moving faster uh, on the outside. So it, it, it's wild when you think about having the entire thing just locked, right? Because then you start chirping and barking and the car starts kicking. It really upsets yeah. the car. So it, it doesn't like it. It's uncomfortable. So limited slip gets you the 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 traction of a of, of a spool basically um and and you know you got two tires that are they're working as hard as they possibly can um but that a lot of the the headaches and a lot more drive yeah, absolutely you don't you want the tires to slip at a different rate going around corners but you want both tires to give you traction if you're going straight and stab the gas and that's what a limited slip will do for you so that and that that is what we would now recommend for any street car is going to be a limited slip differential now, there are several ways that you can build a limited slip differential. Over time, it used to be a clutch posi, right? So you had a series of clutches kind of stacked in the differential there, and you had to put in friction modifier as an additive to the gear oil to make it slip and work. And then these collector cars, guys don't drive very often sometimes, right? So they sit in the garage or in their collection two months, three months, four months sometimes without getting driven. Those clutches go dry. Right. So you, that's where you hear the old, you know, tales about guys going out and doing figure eights in their car to work in the gear oil to the clutches to loosen things up and all that. No, 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 no. New technology has entered the, entered the world and uh, they're all helical gear style limited slips. Helical gear, kind of nickname for it, going to be the worm gear style differential. And uh, Curry has actually developed our own now. Um, you know, we call it the, the Curry twin track. Twin and, track. And uh, basically just yes. to let you know. By the name, it's going to give you yep. two-tire fire going straight, but it is smooth going around corners, left and right, and uh, can handle all the horsepower you want to throw at it, right? But it, it's something that you don't need to throw friction modifier in or any kind of special additive. There's no clutches to go bad or dry out, or that differential will never need to be rebuilt, right? Because there's no there's no clutches in there to wear out. So it is the it's way be to so much smoother slip. too. And we, yeah. gotta be, if you've never run one, you yeah, guys should absolutely. check them out. Absolutely. Uh, the helical worm gear style of limited slip, right? It's everything that you, you understand and know about clutch style, but you don't have that chatter. You don't have that yeah. kind of like stick and slip and stick and slip. Yeah. Unpredictability. Yep. You know, I mean, think about an autocross car, right? I mean, if you're going into a corner hard, and all of a sudden, both tires are spinning at the same rate because those clutches are sticking together. You're gonna swing around the, the the you know the rear end on you, and that's not what is gonna win races, right? And not on an autocross track. 
and you don't want that on the street. You know, if I stab the gas on the street, all of a sudden I'm drifting through a corner when I didn't really expect to, right? That's not good either. So Drifting's that, cool when you know how to do it, not cool when you don't know. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, there's... And there's that crowd. We've all seen those guys drive. So. You'll find some old school guys. They'll swear up and down on clutches all day long. And then you'll find 10 times as many people that have, you know, used and, and uh, abused on a, on a worm or helical gear style. And they'll outshine, out, out cheer any of the clutch guys almost every yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And when we were doing development on our Curry Twin Track, um, I was building a C10 for the Hot Rod Power Tour. And uh, we took that big block C10, you know, 500 horsepower to the tire and put 2,500 very hard miles on it, very hard miles, doing burnouts, one tire in the dirt, one tire on the pavement, you know, uh, drifting it. And and uh, I would do a burnout all the way through four gears, <laughs> all the way through intersections. I and then we brought do. that, yeah, we had, thank you, thank you. We brought that twin track back to the to the lab, you know, here at Curry, and we took it apart and we, we inspected every working part of it. And it was wearing beautifully so this twin track is now available in all of these rear ends for the muscle car guys the guys you know restoring cars from the 80s uh some of the early 90s to all these rear all these kits are available with this twin track in all it. of our all of our ford nine inch 31 spline complete crate rear ends or ford nine inch third members if you decide you just need a third member like say you got a mustang or it has a nine inch in it but you want to upgrade sure. it is available for that. wow all right more on these kits um, for cars, and I imagine the truck market's blown up for you guys as well. Check it out, you yeah. guys. Called the Curry Twin Track. More with John Henson, CurryEnterprises.com. He's Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B. We'll see you on the other side of the break. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird, and I'm Willie B. We have John Henson, CurryEnterprises.com. Check him out, man. And I'm telling you, bro, this is some great stuff because for so many of us. Let's be honest, it's it's gotten to the point, I think Kevin, you might have mentioned this earlier, it's gotten to the point where finding a righteous powertrain, that's not the difficult challenge anymore. That used to be, it used to be the tough sort of thing, but nowadays, that's gravy, man. That's easy like Sunday morning. Um, nowadays, it's all the supporting cast, be it transmission and especially rear ends. So you guys have been jumping, busy, aggressive with SKUs. Um, so what's your, what's your bread and butter, the muscle car market? 70s, 60s, muscle 70s? Car, muscle car, yeah, muscle car, absolutely, man. So, I mean, everything from your your 59 to 64 Impala, 55 to 57 Chevy, your Tri-5 guys, uh, 67 to 69 Camaro, and uh, by far the C10 yeah. crowd. Yeah. You know, 63 all the way up to, like, your square body 87s. And we make a bolt-in crate rear end for all years. For all those years, all those those applications that I talked about and more. I just picked up a 1979K200 pickup truck. And, and like six months after that, I picked up a K500 1981 Blazer. Mm. So the, the old K5 Blazers. And uh, man, those, I, I, those are like the hottest... Um, between those, and I think Blazers are probably in that mid-80s range, probably hotter than even the Broncos. They're definitely coming up hard, man, especially for the 4x4 market, right? You know, yeah, the 4x4 market on those are huge. Um, and, and you know, the K5 guys that are the original two-wheel drive. Um, you know, I've got several several customers that are, are two-wheel drive, lowered, whether it be coilovered or airbags. Some of them are even autocrossing K5s, right? And, and yes, we, we make a <laughs> <Nice>. real <laughs> 
even the little S10, the, the S10 Blazers, they still had that square. That, I think they're like 88 or something, 89. Yeah, yeah, 88 to 98 the, S10s, yeah. So, dude, those have been surging like crazy. People finding those and making those things hot rods by putting LS in it, lowering it. It's crazy it. how the 80s cars, man, third gen Camaro, you know, and, and Fox body Mustang. Yeah, which, of course, again, we make rents for. But, yeah, those, those oh, are coming on super strong. And, and like and like the Camaros and the Tri-Fis, guys are making 1,000 horsepower in those now, right? And they're putting they're putting Tremec six-speeds in them, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, well, yeah, I'm going to blow up the little rear end in the back. A 10-bolt ink, and, you know, it's just not going to stand up to that. It's just not going to happen. You know, it, it's just it's a go-kart rear end in compared to care, comparison to what you have up front. And and if you took one apart, if you looked at a little tiny ring gear like that, it's going to be what looks like it belongs in a go-kart, not a nine-inch gear, right? And there is strength in that size of gear. So, yeah, so that, that we have crate rear ends for those. They're full bolt-on, you know, full bolt-in ready. Your choice of drum brakes, disc brakes, um, you know, performance brakes, and your choice of gear ratio. So I used to do this thing on, on the radio on Friday nights called FSU Fridays. You can imagine what FSU stands for. Um, but we would have different challenges. We'd have cars and, and you know, I- any sort of thing from filing cabinets and candy machines to full-blown cars that guys would come over and try to run over with their trucks. And it was so funny being out here in Colorado, watching guys with 37-inch tires and factory axles in those, in those old-school, like, 80s and 90s pickup trucks, even 2000s, try to walk up a car and just blow their, their axles to smithereens, <laughs> man. Just, just blow them apart. Yeah, yeah. You know the analogy I always use, you know, and, and it always drives home. Use a little crowbar and try to, try to try to break a lug nut loose, right? And then grab a giant crowbar and try to break that lug nut loose. It's the difference between a 32-inch tire and a 40-inch tire, <laughs> right? right? right. That 40-inch tire, which is the standard on a Jeep now, right? That is what – yeah, so all the all the Jeeps that are built around Curry and that the Curry zone all have 40s or 42s on them, guys. So how do you build an axle that's going to put up with that? Well, that's, that's the questions I wanted to ask you. You know, again, when we talk about uh, old school power, which was pretty minimal, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you'd go from a 10 bolt to a 12 bolt. You know, you, you go from a 300 to a 400 or a 500 horsepower engine. But now we got, uh, you know, big horsepower and we start talking about big tires, 37s and 40s and the torque that's on it, right? You're not making these little incrementals. You're not adding, uh, you know, a limited slip and now your rear end is great. You're not going from a 10 to a 12 and everything is wonderful. You're beating the hell out of these things. So you guys are having to look right, at the entire right. system, right? The axles, yes. the gear ratios, yes. the center pumpkins, all of even the housing structures. You know, you look at a lot of these housings. And, and even for the newer vehicle, how do we make the electronics on that all happy yeah, too? Yeah, right, right, right. Because, you know, in the newer Jeeps, you got ABS and, and speed sensors to think about too. And all that's got to work with our heavy-duty axle. So say, say in the Jeep world, since we're talking about big tires, you know, we, we go one ton. Um, and we actually cast and have designed and beat the crap out of to, to make sure it was bulletproof our own high pinion uh, Dana 60 or Curry 60. And uh, that Curry 60 is a thicker cross section casting, right? Much thicker than it was ever stock and much larger bearings. And uh, the, the pinion bearing alone is much larger. I mean, the, the whole thing is grown in size, right? And then you were talking about one ton axles, one ton U joints. Uh, and, and all of that is going to be better equipped to put up with the abuse of a 40 or 42 inch tire rolling around on rocks, right? Because it, it's, it, we, you know, the, the Currys are avid off-roaders, you know, they're huge off-roaders, 
and they've all got their Jeeps that they've built to be able to, you know, go do the Rubicon and come home, drive home, drive back too. So, you know, they, they've, you know, they've, they've got to be well equipped to put up with that. Yeah, man, that's, that says a lot right there. And we, you know, being out here in Colorado, doing a lot of wheeling out here, um, that's the name. You know, if you got under your rig, it's quality stuff. And uh, hats out because it is still a family-owned business. He talked about how they all like to go wheeling and all have off-road juice. Same way, I'm on 40 creepy crawlers, you know, Kingpin 60 with some replacement parts and 14 bow to rear end. But, man, it's great to see these guys pound these things because they're hitting a – rock out crops like muscle cars are hitting a you know 60 foot they're just they're tearing them up yeah. man they're dropping yeah yeah and 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 both sides of it you know i mean the the you know curry's been around for a very long time right the business was started in 59 by frank curry and frank would build a a car to go and run at uh, out in utah to try to break up you know the uh you know 200 mile per hour range right so he wants he wants to go faster than 200 miles per hour out on the salt lake bed oh yeah but he drove the car there put the bolt on cage on went over 200 miles an hour and then took the cage off and drove home guys <laughs> that is in the very essence everything that is yeah, current, right that is that is how we've developed everything that we have today i mean and the same thing like you know to this day third generation curry's casey curry you know monster sponsored athlete is out there beating it up on the rocks at king of the hammers and in and using all of that knowledge and engineering and putting it back into the product right so that way when we sell you a one ton rear end or a curry nine inch for your hot rod we know we're giving you the very best that we possibly can because we've put it to the test in that arena yeah we really man. did it guys like you know that that is what we did first before we developed the product itself that's a true spirit of bonneville too man if i don't know if you can see behind me but it's all posters of bonneville man i've been there several times yeah man got a i'm on one of my buddies uh builds for land speed record i fascinated by bonneville and all the hot rod history and the guys that did things like that man it's just unbelievable to hear those stories and just the pair that they carried with them man just kahunas baby dude can you imagine i mean i can't even i, I to drive that roadster there Right. And and break and go over 200 miles an hour and then drive it home, you know, and that car has been on power tour, dude, that, and it makes stupid horsepower, you know, and and yeah, he, he drove he drove it every step of the way. I mean, and then the other thing, like, have you ever heard of the Great American Race? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, the have actually been on that, like, I don't know, over a dozen times, you know, building their yes. own cars to go do that, too. I mean, and, and, you know, again, they're just it's kind of it's a very cool atmosphere here when you're actually working around, you know, car guys just like you. Yeah, I got to uh, do a couple legs of Power Tour a couple years back with, with Casey Curry. Uh, there you go. Really fun times, yeah. And this guy, he's got such a crazy, amazing portfolio of wins, you know, a Baja 500, 1,000, pro truck. I mean, you name it, the score championship. God, it's in the blood there. And I, he's, he's kind of raced every, you know, two-wheel, four-wheel, you name it, hucked it. You know, driven it, crawled it. Uh, it's badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is what the, you know, that's the driving force behind Curry now and moving forward to the future. So you yeah, can only no imagine doubt. where we're headed, guys. Yeah. So where are you headed before we run out of time, man? Because obviously I feel like during COVID, you guys really up the number of SKUs, the, the number of kits available. And when we say kits, guys, understand this is everything you need to do a replacement rear end. And it's got those factory mount positions, which is crucial. A lot of guys get a little intimidated if you start talking about welding or cutting or this, that. But a lot of this stuff, you can go 
go to their website, curryenterprises.com, you can find a full-on bolt-on kit that still uses the factory positions. And I'm sure that's by design, it's in the architecture, but that really does relieve a lot of people's anxiety about going with one of these. Well, and to top it off, pick your favorite brakes. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Whatever brake system you want, performance brakes, chilling brakes, whatever, uh, you can have that on there, ready to go. You know it all bolts, it all fits together, right? All the connections and flanges. Yeah, yeah, we've got a standard disc brake, we've got the name brand disc brakes, uh, and, and it's, you know, it's only getting better, guys. You know, we're, we're moving towards a future where we're talking about, you know, education and how to build a rear end that's going to handle 1,000 horsepower on a sticky tire, and, and that's where we're going, you know, and, and we want that to take, we want to take the, the, the voodoo out of a rear end and, and basically make it an easy purchase, an educated purchase, and something that now you can spec out based on your build and how you're going to use the vehicle. Yeah, man. And do do people that call get the same treatment? Like you walk them through, say, okay, what do you plan on doing with this? How do you plan on driving it? Highway drive. Are you you walk through that same scenario, so people are getting something that's right for their build. I remember there was a time yeah. in my life when when I'd order a camshaft and I'd just go to the bottom of the page and be like, I need that one, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I need a. Uh, no, not that one. The, the four thousand to nine thousand RPM camshaft. I need that for the street. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. The the ultimate goal is to make sure that at the end of the day, when the customer gets in his car and he's driving and he just wants that freedom, that he's going to get that feeling. Right. It's not going to be anything less, but it's going to be everything that he needed it to be in order to enjoy driving it wherever, whatever he's going to be using it for. Whether it be autocross, rock crawling, freeway flying, uh, power touring. Um, you know, we want to make sure that it was built and equipped correctly for what he's going to use it. For. So, so give us the rundown. Chevy, Chevrolets. What do you have? It. What do you have these kits for? Impala, Bel Air, Nova, C10. Uh, you know, so so basically all the major, most popular Chevys. Okay. Right? Um, in, in, in pre, you know, 88 and we've even got now the 88 to 98 truck. So yeah, even into the, to the nineties, you know, and then for, uh, for Jeep, we're going to, we're going to handle, you know, something for you. That's going to be from say you like your Jeep TJ, uh, 1996, all the way up to the brand new J JL and JT, which is your Wrangler and your Jeep. Okay. Truck. Nice. Now what about yep. Ford? And then Ford. Yep. So Ford obviously covering all your Mustangs all the way through, uh, the 2014, you know, and going all the way back to your 64 and a half. Um, we've got solutions for F100 now. Um, we've actually, uh, you know, we, we've got solutions for Bronco, uh, 40, you know, uh, do a 44 in the front and a, and a nine inch in the rear. So we've got bolt-ins for our early model Broncos now. Um, so we, we've, we've, we're trying to cover all we can. And, you know, you see this Dodge Charger right behind me. That thing's sweet. Thank God it's got a Dana 60 in it. Mopar, on, Mopar is there. Mopar, Mopar is there. You know, I, Let me have it. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. A body, E body, and B body, guys. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I had a '68 Roadrunner, man, and yeah, we 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 did it. We put we yeah, put a nine inch in. It. Yeah, absolutely, man. So no, we we've, we've got we've got our Mopar customers all handled. So you just got to make that leap of faith and put a nine inch, a Curry nine inch underneath your Mopar. It's okay, guys. It's gonna be all right. It's okay. Don't call it a Ford nine inch. Call it a Curry nine inch, and everything's okay. It becomes so much more acceptable. Yeah, we're building right? a performance yes. part here, so let's put the better rear yes. end in it. Come on. <laughs> right, right. It's better than Ford. Well, you know, I've kind of wondered about the battle forever, right? Because uh, different rear end, different center sections have different strength and 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 uh, pros and cons, you know. And Absolutely. and to keep kind of that partial, you know, name brand under the OE forever, and not just kind of migrate to, all right, let's just throw nine inches on on just about everything. 
Let's put all the GM axles and pickup points and you name it. Let's just run the good stuff, you know? Right, let's run the good stuff. Look, it's, it's, a be- it's better by design. And that's really what it boils down to. You know, it's, it's a, we can go into all kinds of crazy tech and talk for hours about it, but it's a stronger design gear. It's easy to work on. Um, it's a better supported pinion, um, you know, and, and it's one of those things where you just don't break them. You know, I mean, that, that it takes a lot of work to break a, a Curry 9-inch, you know, and if you did break it, you probably just needed to go bigger. You know, let's go 35 spline or 40 spline because you're, you're popping the wheelie on the, on the line, right? So let's properly build it, which when you call us, we're going to do everything we can to ask you the right questions. And if you honestly answer, we're going to give you those, those answers, right? So, you know, we're, we're going we're gonna to say, hey, best thing to do, put the 9-inch in it and call it a day. There's all the options in the way of bolt patterns. So if you got a Ford or a Chevy, we've got all the bolt patterns for both, right? Mopar, we've got you handled there, right? And you're not going to break it. You can go to you can go to the you know to the local track and drag race it and pass tech immediately because they're going to look at it and go, yep, he's got the right rear end. You're good to go. You know, it's not a C clip rear end, and you're going to you know C clip rear ends. You break an axle and you can eject the whole wheel Phew, and tire out the side right. of the car, guys. Yeah, you know, there's nothing holding that sucker in. You know, so. <laughs> Bolt-in axle, you know, on the Ford Nine. Where'd my tire go? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. What happened? <laughs> yeah, I had Ford. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, so where do people find you socially? Obviously, CurryEnterprises.com is a great resource. How about on all the social media sites? Yep, CurryEnterprises.com, social media, Instagram and Facebook, both Curry Enterprises as well. Please hit us up there. Do not feel, you know, do not feel like we are not going to answer. We do monitor our socials. We're very active on YouTube. Uh, we've got several YouTube, uh, you know, education uh, 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 programs that we've built on there. It's called uh, Curry Explained. We've also got uh, our Curry Garage where we go over in depth with some of our customers, in, you know, how they built their vehicles and, and why they built their vehicles that way. It's a lot of fun. We do some burnouts. I'm not going to lie. Go check it out. I've had some fun in those cars. Hey, it's like flowers for men, baby. Burnouts are flowers for men. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, no, go check it out. And uh, yeah, you can definitely find us on all socials and CurryEnterprises.com. Dude, awesome, John. Thanks so much. And what a great resource. Uh, and hang on, because we do need to chat about a <clears throat> 60 Biscayne, my man. All right. Um, so, hey, don't forget about our show every weekend on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings. Also available on Motor Trend Plus, which is their streaming side and a great way to find us. Uh, thanks to our guest, John Henson, CurryEnterprises.com. Make sure you guys check those out. Our producer, Scoop, executive producer, Bob Becker. He is Kevin Bird, and I'm Willie B for the Two Guys Garage podcast. And don't forget about us. We got a website, too, at TwoGuysGarage.com. And we got lots of social, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at TwoGuysGarage. That's Two Guys Garage Podcast. It's copyrighted, 2023, Brenton Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. All right, man, 60 Bel Air, you know I'm going to get one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, on your computer, go go to CurryEnterprises.com, all right? Click on GM, okay. go to 59 to 64 Impala. Right. And, okay. and just check it out and you and just get give me an idea of, you know, hey, this this looks right. Yes, I want it powder coated. No, I want a powder. I don't want it powder coated because I want to you know do it myself or whatever it may be. And let's nail something down and, and, you know, we'll see what we can do for it. I got you, my man. That's awesome, John. Yeah. Thank you, man. Right on. Right on. The game has changed and you guys Amen. are changing with it. Giving us what we need. I love yes. it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we'd like to say we are the game changer. Right on. Hey, guys, hope you learned something. Hope you had fun with this. I know I had a blast. Thanks, John, again. We'll catch you guys on the next Two Guys Garage podcast.